The Bully Girl Magazine podcast is your dog-eared audio destination, bookmarking the most compelling tales and insights from the vast canine universe. While we passionately dive in the world of bully breeds, dispelling myths, offering training tips, and discussing breed standards, our scope isn't limited. We cast our net wide to encompass a diverse range of dog breeds, ensuring no tale is left untold. Enhanced by expert interviews and inspiring stories, this podcast is a beacon for responsible ownership and breed education. It's where bully breed enthusiasts meet the broader dog-loving community, fostering unity, understanding, and share joy in every bark and wag. So whether you're out walking your dog or listening at home, enjoy the show and keep coming back. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you are listening or watching the Bully Girl Magazine podcast. Today we are joined by Buffy and Quentin from Diamond and the Rough Bullies from Topeka, Kansas. Buffy, Quentin, welcome to the Bully Girl Magazine podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having us. It's such an honor. Oh, it's so nice to have you on. Your puppy is gorgeous. Okay, tell us all about her, Buffy. How old is she? her colors, her personality, everything. She's just absolutely precious. Oh, thank you so much. She is 10 weeks old. She is from a breeding that we did with Master Poe and our Merle Casimira. And she's a black Merle. Um, she's super relaxed. I actually haven't had to do a lot of extra watching her like I normally do with most puppies because she's, she's so, so chill. She just loves being around me and making me happy. She's I work from home, so... She already transitioned into the office. So while I'm working, she knows that it's chill time and she's just, she's great. I couldn't have asked for a better dog for us to oh. choose as our keeper. She is stunning. Could you pick her up and put her and face her towards the camera? Cause I want everyone to see. Oh my gosh. Are her eyes blue? She has one blue eye and one brown eye. Oh my gosh. She's gorgeous. All right. So I'm going to ask you guys a question that I always ask everybody. And I know you have multiple dogs. So Buffy, I'll start with you. Do any of your dogs uh, ever do anything that makes you laugh or super funny or quirky or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, dream, my dream queen. She is the funniest one. She snorts about everything. <laughs> Whenever I pet her, she just, um, oh, and then Callie Kay, when I pet her, she wants her little booty rub. That's the only place. Oh. That's her favorite place. And then she just shakes her whole butt around. I love that. Oh my gosh. And Quentin, is there any of your dogs for you or Quentin, excuse me, that, uh, make you smile? I think probably dream too. Yeah. one in the bunch. Yeah. She's absolutely yeah. precious. All right. So the next question is. I'll start with Buffy. When did your love of dogs begin? And then when did your love of bully breeds begin? And then the same sentence uh, question. <laughs> I have my words <laughs> for you. So my love of dogs began when I was a young child. My grandpa was a breeder and so was my aunt. Oh. So I was always around dogs growing up and I, did, I just love them. But then as I got older, I feel like I, I didn't really care for them as much. They were just so much work. And I was like, no, I don't really want a dog. You know, for, the, for a long time, I felt that way. And my husband, Quinn, he was obsessed, like so obsessed. I thought he was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. Yes. Like he always was researching dogs and buying magazines. Um, and then he finally, he wanted to get diamonds, which is what our, our uh, logo is named after diamond and the rough boys with diamonds. And I thought he was crazy for how much that she cost. I was like, no, we're never getting that. And he's like, okay, well, we're breaking up. I'm leaving you. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, <laughs> We worked it out, obviously, and we ended up getting diamonds. And it was an accident that she did her first breeding. It was a good breeding. We just wasn't ready to really breed yet. We hadn't really thought about it, but it was an amazing experience. Once the puppies came, it changed my life. It changed who I wanted to be and just raising those puppies. But then also when it was time to find their homes and meeting the people and seeing all the love and the joy, 
that I was able to share with them and bring to their lives, it made, it changed me. It changed me forever. Oh, that's so nice. And Quentin, so you obviously have loved dogs a lot, like me. Did that start when you were a child? Yeah, when I was a child, uh, one of my cousins, he bred uh, American Pitbull Terriers. Mm. I just fell in love with them. And then I started uh, seeing the comic dog magazines and how big of ones they had in there. And then that's when I fell in love with boys. All right. So, Buffy, let's talk about socialization. What do you do with your pups? Yeah. So with our puppies, we try to expose them young to different sounds. We play loud music. We do like different sirens. And um, we, I have a, a son also. He's 10 years old. And then my niece, Riley. And we also have other cousins that we let them play with. Um, so that's, oh, and then also we start exposing them to the other dogs in our house pretty young as well. So that they're comfortable not only with mom, but other dogs as well. Oh, um, and great. then as they start to get older, we'll take them places, car rides. Um, we like when they're not old enough for us to quite let them touch the ground, we'll take them on wagon rides around the backyard just so they can oh. smell nature and be a part of it until they're fully ready to get their shots and touch the ground. Oh, that is so nice. Now, are you two in this together or is one of you more, you know, taking over in terms of the well-being and the, and the nutrition and the exercise or is it like a team effort? It's a team effort in the same way that raising a kid is. I'm the mom, so obviously we put in most of the the dirty work. But he's definitely a huge help. Um, My twin brother, Kansas, he recently passed away. He was huge into boys. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, Yeah, in the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. But actually, Bully Girl, you, you guys reached out to me for an interview right after. And I was like, I don't think I can do this. But then I started thinking, I'm like, I think this is a blessing from him. He wants me to keep doing this. Um, but we used to talk bullies every single day, all the breedings that we've done, all of us. We were just, we're a huge team. And that's everything that we do is about family and sharing with families. So yeah, it, we're definitely a team together and love these babies and do everything together. Oh, that's fantastic. Quinn, do you want to talk to us about what you feed them? Um, we feed them, uh, right now we're doing Ives puppies for the, for the little red dogs and the mama dogs. Uh, we feed chicken and beef and stuff too, mixed in. Oh, that's and good. They don't have an issue with the chicken because I know some bullies, like mine especially, no. the chicken is not great for them, but some only, can handle it. The only one that really has issues is Diamond. She's a blue dog. Blue dogs usually have Yeah, blue is a blue dog. <laughs> I know, it can be very frustrating. Oh, that's great though that they all, to- other than Diamond, they all tolerate it well. Uh huh, yep. And we oh, don't good. do it every feeding either. It's more of a specialty. Mostly we do kibble and then we'll rotate in some beef, some chicken. Um, and then we also do like pumpkin sometimes just to give them a little bit extra nutrients. Oh, that's great. And how about exercise? We have a huge backyard. <laughs> huge. <laughs> um, when we moved here, that was a priority is that we got a really big backyard. So we play out there with them a lot. We also take them on walks. We like to do nature trails together. Um, so just getting out as much as we can with them. Now, Buffy, what are some of the things that you really enjoy about the bully world? Or, and what are some of the things that you would like to see change in the future? And if there isn't anything, that's fine. But if there's something that you know sticks out to you. I really love the relationship with everyone. I feel like with most people, uh, if I have a question, I can reach out and I can ask and they'll help me just with learning new things about, um, you know, colors of dogs or what I should be doing for whelping a puppy or something new that I've come across. I feel like most of the bully community, at least the people that I have relationships with, I can reach out to them. We're like friends. And I love that so much. Um, If I could change anything, it would just be 
some of the one-off people that I've had contact with who are very in their own world about what they're doing. They don't want to share any information. Mm -hmm. Um, They just want to keep everything to themselves. And I feel like that really holds us back as a breed that we, if we're not sharing, we're not going to get better together. But there's not a lot of people like that, but that would be the only thing I would change is just that we all be in this together. How about you, Quentin? I'm going to say probably about the same thing she said. Really. All right. And I'm guessing that mentorship is important to you. And are you a mentor yourself, Buffy, or other people new to the breeding? I, I think I am. A lot of people do reach out to me and ask me different questions, especially people who get dogs from me. Um, we have really good relationships. They know that my inbox is open or they can call me anytime and I will help them with their breeding, with their dogs, whatever it is that they need. I'm an open book. I'm more than happy to spend any time I can to help someone else succeed as well. Well, that's great. And what do you think makes an ethical breeder? Someone who wants to make sure that they're breeding a dog that is going to be healthy and that they're making sure that they're going to families where they're going to be loved. That's my number one most important thing for me is if I'm going to breed a dog that, and I know it can't always be guaranteed, but to hopefully it never has to come back because I want to find a forever family always. That's always my number one goal. So that and doing your best breeding research, uh, the pedigrees and making sure that the, what you're breeding to is going to produce the dogs that will make those families happy. Right, exactly. And walk us through the process, Buffy, of getting a, a pup from you from start to finish. Yeah, uh, so getting a puppy, it first starts off with our followers, which we're so so thankful for. Um, most of them will reach out to us far before we even have a breeding and let us know how much they love our dogs and love following our page. And we start a relationship first, it, almost always. We have a relationship um, where I get to know them. And then once they decide this is the breeding that they want to do, then I'll add them to our waiting list for that. And then we just kind of build up the waiting list. Once the breeding happens, we let everyone know, keep them in contact with what's happening. So they feel like they're a part of the whole process until the puppies are born. And then once they're born, we contact the first person that's on that list, let them know these are what the babies look like. And sometimes we'll do it early on or we'll wait a couple of weeks, just get the feel for what people want. And then they pick the one they want, place their deposit. And throughout the next, until they're eight weeks old, we share photos, videos, and try to keep them just involved as possible until they finally come to bring their baby home. Oh, that's so nice. What do you look for in people who come to you and want a pup? Do you talk to them about, I'm assuming, like their home life? Do they work a lot? Are they away a lot? That kind of thing? I Yeah, I want somebody with a big heart. That's number one. You see, I'm all about love. Um, yeah, love it. I want someone who can spend time with the dog. Someone who will make sure that they're not just... I'm not even just a dog, but a family member. That's right. what I want most importantly. I I want them to have the dog forever. And um, that's really what I look for is just someone who has that heart and they can work because I know that people work, but hopefully they're not just, it's an eight hour day, not like right. a 16 hour workaholic. I wouldn't want that, but I understand, I work myself. So that would be fine yeah. if they do work, but just enough time that they can spin and spoil their dog too. I know. I'm really lucky that I work from home because I get, you know, my dogs are in here. Luckily, they're being quiet. (laughs) That's how I, yeah, when I work from home, I love working from home because my breaks, they're taking up, they're not breaks anymore. They're potty breaks and (laughs) breaks and play with me breaks, but it's fantastic. I love working from home, especially when I have a litter because I can go check on them. I have cameras. I can watch them. And if I need to get off the phone and go do something, I'm able to do that. It's amazing. And do you have pups available right now? I don't know. We just, we just did a breeding for Dream and Shrimp, 
uh, which we're waiting for confirmation. So hopefully. Oh, I'll keep my fingers crossed. You'll have to let me know for sure. That's really exciting. Now, how big is this cutie going to get, would you say? Uh, she'll probably now. be 75, what do you think? 70, 60 pounds? See, that's a, I like that. That's Maybe what I'm looking for. I mean, it really depends on her. Ma- she already has so much mass to her. Um, but Kazmira, which is her mom, she's what, 70? She's 70 pounds. But I think she might be bigger, but maybe shorter. So I'm going to say about 70 to 80 pounds. She's beautiful. Could you hand her to Quentin and he can kind of hold her up for us a bit? I just want to get a really good overall look at her. Oh, my God. Yeah, put her a little bit more towards the middle of you two guys. The other way. Yes. Yes. Oh, she's like, what is going she's on? She's a little grunter too. If you she, her, she's like, Ugh, uh. she looks like, like like some kind of wild, cool tiger. <laughs> That's she crazy. She's a dog. Honestly, of like a snow leopard. Thank you. I was and like I something love leopards so much. So yes. I, I feel like she was God given to me. Ooh, hold her like that. Those she, that pattern I've never seen like that. That's right amazing. Here, she has this beautiful little heart. Oh my gosh. Since my brother passed before, I really feel like she was just a gift from heaven for us. I think so. Wow. Yeah, the hearts are great. Blue has a heart like right here, right under his his little cute chin. And it's so special. But those colors are incredible. Thank you so much. They really are. It really sounds like breeding has really opened. I mean, you obviously have a big heart already, but that it's really added so much to your life. It has so, so much. So much joy, patience, understanding, compassion. I There's bet. so much that goes in with it. There's, you know, you win a lot, but sometimes there are losses too. And yeah, your heart gets broken, but at the same time, the biggest part is just to continue and sharing my love with other people. It makes oh. my whole, my whole world happy. That is so nice. Well, was there anything that we didn't touch on today that you were hoping we would talk about? And of course, we're going to get all the ways that we can find you guys. Oh, uh, so cute. Anything, anything else? He's the shy one. I know we've got that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm the talker. Um, just feel free if, if, you know, if anybody watches this and has questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I love helping people. And even if I can't help you find the dog you want, I'll try to find somebody else who will or who has that dog available or the knowledge that you're looking for. And hopefully together that we can all continue to change the bullet community and be a family together. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, the one thing I forgot to ask was, how do you handle stigma? with uh, these dogs when you're out in the world? I just do not listen. I don't care. Um, I, I know that maybe not be the best thing, but I mean, it's like sticks and stones may make, break my bones, but you know, right. will never hurt me. I just, I don't care what other people think. And that's just with most things in life. You, you can't, if you let everyone and what they think matter to you, it's going to hurt you. So what I do though, is I, I do try to change it. You know, if I right. have somebody yeah. who's, I have a crowd of people usually um, when I go somewhere who want to come pet my puppies. And if I see somebody who's standing off, kind of, they look interested, but they're a little scared of maybe the yeah. object, then I'll pick my puppy up and I'll bring it over to them and give them the opportunity. Hey, would you like to pet it? And even if you don't want to pet it, just get a sense of their personality. Um, so I'll, I try to bring people in as well. See, that's great. Uh, last question. Uh, what do you think of Bully Girl Magazine? I am so grateful to Bully Girl Magazine. I'll be very honest. I didn't know what it was. Uh, when I first got the message that said, hey, I want to do an interview with you for our magazine, I, was, I didn't know what it was, but I was like, hey, like I said, my brother had passed away and I was like, well, this must be him reaching out, wanting me to do keep doing this. So I went ahead and answered the questions, not really knowing what was going to happen because I didn't know what it was. And then the next thing after I answered the questions, it was in the magazine. It was on the, the website. I'm like, oh yeah. my goodness, this just happened. 
And um, then I was actually looking back at older messages from my brother and he had sent me Bully Girl magazine before. And I just, I didn't realize it. So then it was like, oh my goodness, this is, this is meant to be. And it's so creepy too. But, um, so then of course I went and checked out Holy Girl magazine myself and seen all the interviews. And I, I love the questions that you asked. I love how you get personal with each person and their own type of reading and their own relationships. Um, and all the dogs and interviews that I've looked at. It's so beautiful. I love how like you guys are just bringing the community together as well. Oh, that makes me feel so happy. Well, I'm so glad you guys came on. Tell us all the ways we can find you. Yep. You can find us on Facebook, Diamond, Space, and the Rough Bullies on Instagram. The same thing. Um, we're on YouTube. We don't have a lot on there just yet, but we are on there as well. And TikTok, just but everywhere. It's Diamond and the Rough Bullies. All right. Well, I want to thank you so much. I just so enjoyed it. And your snow leopard. I kept thinking, what animal? What animal? Because my daughter's always showing me like wild animal videos from social media. And I said, I swear this morning I saw your dog in the, in the snowy woods or something. But anyway, please uh, go to bgmwarehouse.com. You can get my shirt, lots of other great merch there as well. Definitely subscribe to the magazine, Bully Girl Magazine. Also, you can follow Bully at Lisa Davis MPH. And also go to your app store or Google Play Store and get the Bully Girl mobile app. Everybody, thanks so much. Keep coming back. Thank you. Thank you.